Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello and welcome back once again for this month's edition of Pop Culture Week right here on the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. And today we have a little bit of a reunion show going on. Because sitting in with me, we have the real housewives of Toronto. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Starting with Joan Kelly Walker, who's also one of my co-hosts here on the Dating and Relationship Show. Um, well, not weekly, but at least once a month. And thank you so much uh, for uh, hosting the show for me last week. You yeah, did an amazing fun. job. I had a great time. As thank always. You. I knew I was in great hands with you. So joining us in studio today, we have Jana Webb. Hello. Grego Mino. Hello. And Kaplan Maholland. Hi there. And Joan Kelly Walker and, of course, myself. So today we're going to be catching up with these ladies as well as covering the latest and celebrity news. So I want to learn more about what's going on with you ladies. And I know you guys are doing a lot of good out there. So what have you guys been up to since uh, the end of the show? I guess it's been two years now, right? It's been two wow. years. Yeah, two years. That's like time flies. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It just seemed like yesterday. <laughs> well, you know what? I think it takes a certain type of personality to do a show like that. Like, you know, we're what do you not mean gonna, by that? Well, you know, the show has not been picked up for a second season, but it really didn't stop it any should of us. Have, we though. all just, I think it should have too. I think uh, there was so much fan support from not around uh, just Canada, but all around the world because the show's aired everywhere and we all have fans reaching out from all over the place. But, uh, you know, just back to the personality thing, I think we are the kind of, type of people that just keep going like get the momentum going and just keep going there's no stopping and the good news is we're still we still hang out we're friends yeah we that's the best each, part we, yeah we see each other in the you know on a regular basis every day <laughs> <laughs> well you guys all saw each other at Anne Kaplan Mahalan's party this oh, past yes. week yes. it was a fantastic time by the way yeah. and it was in support of AIDS research so so Anne do you want to talk about yeah, that yeah that was uh, that was put together very um strategically with the um, right people that were very much into supporting the Casey House, which is for people living with AIDS and ACT. And I've been very involved in that because I wrote the book on Fashion Cares. And it didn't seem wrong to have a big, massive party without putting money out there. So we raised a lot of money at that party. It was fantastic. And thank you guys for coming and joining. It was it, great. So it, fun. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. <laughs> It wasn't like, it was like no party I've ever the been to before. The best theme ever. Bohemian oh. Rhapsody, just the best theme. For but, and, and you know, but I have to say something. One thing that I was like, because I'm like very, uh, I get very annoyed when people walk in my house with shoes on. And, and like, it was kind of a little wet outside and people were tripping in your house. And you're, oh, you're we, beautiful no, we just, carpets. We just put new marble down today and, <laughs> and new carpets. It's no no big deal. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's I and I kept thinking that I'm like these yeah. people are tripping around with their shoes. Did on you see my son tap dancing on oh, the marble? Oh, that was, <laughs> there goes the floor. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, he stole the show. Keaton yeah. was just spectacular. That I thought was they the were all spectacular. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah but Keaton was really. Special. Amazing, yeah. and the yeah. poutine truck at the end was uh, <laughs> hit oh, the spot. I didn't, yeah, for sure. I didn't make it for the poutine truck. <laughs> oh, you I had did? one of everything. Oh so. no! Or maybe oh. I was too drunk that I didn't know. I, I, I think I ordered like seven seven poutines. Yeah, there were none left. Can <laughs> <laughs> go ate them all? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so Anne, what are some other great things that you're up to? 
I've kept up running the finance company, which has been fantastic, and I'm going to run a triathlon this summer. I put out my fifth book, and I've done a 22-city tour so far. Your fifth book. book? Yes. Okay, let's talk about the latest one. The latest one is How to Be Successful in Spite of Yourself, and um, it's a self-help book, but it's really about just being responsible and being your own person and being um, taking ownership of who you are and the one responsible for your own happiness. So put all that crappy stuff behind you and then just move forward and, and make it happen. And you are definitely a role model. You are a big CEO and president of your own company. Very, very successful. Some people would have thought that maybe she married into success, but no, Anne is very successful on her own. So congratulations on that. Yeah, I remember when I told my mom that I'd met the man I knew I was going to marry, and she said, tell me about him. And I said, well, he doesn't have any money, but he's <laughs> like a great guy. He's really nice. And I talked to him for about half an hour, and she said, well, what does he do? And I said, well, he's a plastic surgeon. And there's a long pause, and she said, only you would say a plastic surgeon has no money. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. Yeah, and he took you to Kentucky Fried Chicken for your first meal. He did, and I'm a vegetarian. It was... And and, and ladies, (laughs) Kind of adorable. But but most of us would probably have not given the guy a second date. Would you have? I don't think I would have. I think this whole group would have. You would have? Yeah. 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 Well, you can have them. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't I'm know I mean he would have liked us all together but. <laughs> we come as one yeah. package. it did seem like that when we did the show that we became kind of one one whole one you know it, entity. it was yes yeah so just before we move off of this book I have to say I'm reading I'm like halfway through and and I just love the way that you share so honestly and openly and there's a whole bunch of things in there that I had no idea about you oh. and I love the theme for for me what I interpreted is more like just get over yourself like yeah bad stuff happens you are responsible for yourself. So, mm. you know, so, and it, I felt very empowered by that. So thank you. Oh, thank oh. you, Joan. That's, that's really sweet of you to say. No, that's now, true. Mind you, you've been reading that book for you two months. Me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I read very slowly. And it's only eight pages. <laughs> is there an audio version in? Yeah. <laughs> is there an audio version? There is an audio version. I think okay. it's on, and it's also translated into Hebrew and Oh wow! Oh. It's it's really. Oh, now I can read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of people ask me if my book is an audio version, and it's not. I think I need to get on that. You're on the radio, <laughs> and you have a book that's not in an audio I version. Know. Okay, yes, it doesn't make sense. We need to take a break. We're catching up with the ladies, the Real Housewives of Toronto, right here on the Dating and Relationship Show. It's a pop culture week. Stay with us. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night, time for the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. Sitting in with me tonight is Joan Kelly Walker from The Real Housewives of Toronto. And she also brought in the other housewives, well, three other ones anyways, and Kaplan Maholland. Hi. Hi, uh, Greg Omino and Jenna Webb. Hello. Hello. And we're just catching up with their lives today. So we're going to move on to Grego. Grego, what are you up to? Well, now I'm um, working on a 
new project with my friend Ada. It's a cooking show called What's Cooking with Grego and Ada. And you did a fabulous job, by the way. I was there. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, thank you for coming. For the first and show. Support. It was a lot of fun. So we filmed um, a few days ago with our first guest, Mr. Carl Wolf and Dina, and, and um, in front of a live audience at Improve Canada. So, so the, the, the format of our show is, uh, you know, we, it's a party in a kitchen. So we are, you know, I'm not a chef. Ada is not a chef, but we love to entertain. We love to cook. We, lo- we love to have, you know, have guests over. And we love to drink some wine. We love to dance on music. <laughs> drink some wine? You guys, like, we're drinking a lot of wine. I didn't know how you were able to talk. I thought it was a cooking no, show. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a drinking <laughs> show. Well, you know, you know, you know, when you come yeah, to my house, exactly. you know how, how it is. <laughs> my kitchen's party turns out. Um, were you drinking on air? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretend wine. Pretend. Yeah, no, it's just a grape juice. Yes, and I, I actually kept pouring the wine. Yes, yeah. it's just like, oh, I need more wine. Yeah, so it was fun. We had a lot of fun, and um, yeah, so we're we're filming at Improve Canada. It's a big showroom, and they have like forty four kitchens, different top of the line kitchens, and we're gonna use all different kitchens with all depends on the guests. We'll have so we're having John soon, and we picked a really cool uh, kitchen for you. And yeah, we're, we're very excited to have you over, and we'll have Jana and Anne too. So the show will be live tomorrow on our YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, so what's the YouTube channel? Uh, Cooking with Grego and Ada. Awesome. Jenna, you're next. next. What have you been up to? Um, well, this year for me has been, um, I've done a lot of speaking, uh, which has been awesome. I've been speaking on behalf of Reebok. So that's taken me, you know, many different places. And this summer I'm actually doing a different um, keynote for, it's called Women Who Influence. Um, so I do that on August 15th. And then I have another one down in um, Phoenix in September. So that's kind of been my focus for the last little bit is getting out there and not only sharing my story, but talking about building authenticity in a brand and all of the struggles of being an entrepreneur and being a woman in a very male dominant business. How's your, you had a concussion and your back. How's all that? Still, like I'm still in rehab three times a week for three hours a day. So wow. it's still a real thing. Um, yeah, it's an ongoing battle. But slowly mm. and surely getting better. Yeah. Yeah, getting there. And I just have to say, you have done as well as anybody possibly could have. Like, just because you you were injured when you were in such great physical shape, I think that really helped. But also, such strong mental capacity to really deal with it. And honestly, it makes me so emotional to Mm -hmm. even think of the whole journey and the fact that it's still going on. It's just, you know, I, I just love you so much. And I'm, you know, we all... You know, wish there was more that we could do, but we're here for yeah, you. I know. Thank yeah. you. That means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Very so true. Great to have such amazing friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friends are everything. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not just TV friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Joan, yeah. what are you up to? Oh, man. Um, you know, I talk about my brand all the time. And the sole purpose <laughs> of this brand, is, and I never get tired of it, but the sole purpose is uh, to raise money for charity. I wanted to do something that was unique instead of just throwing another gala or something like that. So so the proceeds of the brand go to the Breakfast Club of Canada. And we decided on Breakfast Club because I have traveled extensively internationally with World Vision Canada in particular uh, with other NGOs. Uh, But most recently, I was in the DRC and uh, the 
Dominican of Congo, and I was kind of like, why am I going there? But you really see the need for helping women and children around the world, and that translates, it's the same thing for women and children in our country. All moms want a, you know, a better life or better opportunities for their kids, and they want nutrition. And in Canada, 100% of the time, if a kid needs a breakfast program, it's never their fault. So that's kind of how that whole thing was born. And on the other side of it, on the professional side of it, I've got some shows in development. Um, so, you know, I'm just waiting to see what's happening with that. And Laura, I'm very happy, you know, for the opportunity you've given me to to be here once or twice a month. I, I really do appreciate it and I enjoy it very much. Well, and I, I get to bring my friends. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this was her idea, by the way. Aww. Yes. Aww. But hey, I was all for it. So we're good. Okay. So I want to learn a, a little bit more of, about you ladies because your secrets maybe because every time I see you guys in social media you're always wearing something you're always at some cool event and you're always wearing something totally different okay so I mean for people out there that really can't afford to be buying something different all the time or people aren't donating things to them or giving things to them what do you suggest for those people that only have a limited amount of clothes in their closet but want to make the most out of those clothes. Shop at Walmart. <laughs> Walmart.ca. <laughs> and I'm not kidding because, like, look at my brand, for example. It's not expensive, but the quality is there. You're getting a department store quality at a Walmart price. So people can get it and sort of dress it all up. Like, I shop at Versace and I shop at Walmart. So, you know, doing the high-low thing, I think, is is brilliant. Well, I shop at Anne's Capelin. <laughs> really? I kind of mix it up because I will go to secondhand stores and I look for things that are pieces that you can put together and you can make one outfit out of, you can make 20 outfits out of five different pieces and they don't have to be brand labels. They can be anything and you just mix it up. And I love that. So you will actually go to a secondhand shop. Too. Oh, absolutely. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, you guys absolutely. do? I did for Anne's party. <laughs> yeah. Well, so did I, but that was like being Yeah, but that was a furniture store. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know there's few, oh. pla- there's few places. Uh, okay, you know, you know what? We're going to come back to this. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're coming back to this. When we come back on the Dating Relationship Show, we need to take a break. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This is the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Joan Kelly Walker here today with Laura Bilotta, who is your regular host. And I'm happy to be joining you today as your co-host. Today was a very special day because I got to bring my friends from the Real Housewives of Toronto. We have Anne Kaplan. Grego Mino and Jana Webb. So thanks, guys, for being here. And before the break, we were talking about dressing high and low. So mixing high and, you know, more expensive pieces with uh, stuff that you might find at a thrift store. Grego, did you have some ideas about that? I know there's a few places here in Toronto you can actually rent designers' clothes. Because I know I was approached uh with that services at service and so it's like top you know chanel or valentino and you can rent rent this outfit for really a very good price so you don't need to buy the dress you can actually rent the dress so i've, I've never used their service but i think it's a, it's a cool idea mm-hmm. 
And Jen, I think you said you had a strategy. Yeah, because I'm always going from fitness to business. So I think for me, it's about, I always have workout clothes as an underlayer. And then I put a hat on, different jacket, necklace, bigger shoes. You always have the same necklace on, though. (laughs) I do. I have my three necklaces on always. Oh, three. Okay. It's her signature. Keeps me uh, grounded. (laughs) (laughs) Now, will will you wear something twice, Anne? Will I wear something twice? Um... No, I don't wear something twice. I have to say I don't. Very rarely, if it's a gown, if it's a gala gown, no, I won't wear it twice. And and I have worn something that's not really gala, but I've worn it again on Instagram. And people will actually say, I've seen that before. I've seen that before. And then I have these black they flared pants. They actually say that? Yes. Uh. And I have black flared pants. And someone will say, you're wearing those again? <laughs> so those no. are my casual clothes, which I, they're my go-to. And it's tough. It's tough because there's a lot of critics out there. Not that I care too much, but you try to kind of change it up a bit. Hmm. Joe, I wear something twice. I will. Not to a gala, certainly not. And fortunately, I have a lot of people that are reaching out to dress me. So I'm, I'm grateful about that. But everything else, sure, I'll, I'll wear it more than once. I just always try and reinvent it in a, a slightly different way. And I think that's, for me, that's just kind of responsible consumerism because there's mm-hmm. so much waste in the garment industry. I borrow a lot of clothes from Joan. <laughs> she happens to be a size eight shoe. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay. I do. You do too. Well, That's you good. borrow from Anne. And, yeah. Anna yeah. borrows from Joan. No, my, I do wear it. Like Can that. I borrow from somebody? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So let's continue with the pop culture show. And as you know, on this show, we talk about celebrities and we discuss their relationships and then how, how they pertain to our relationships. So one of the contestants on The Bachelorette, now I'm sure you guys probably don't watch The Bachelorette, do you? I have not wa- ever. I didn't think so. I watched last night like a half an hour of one. I don't know if I was watching the one that we're about to talk about or not. But and 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 that doesn't really matter. So it's just um, okay. So let's just talk. Let's discuss it. So one of the contestants, Luke, admitted that he was falling in love with the Bachelorette Hannah in the second episode during their group date. So my question is to you ladies is, do you believe him or is he just playing the game? Do you believe that people can fall in love that quickly? So who wants to start? Can people fall in love that quickly? And I, I don't like, think that people fall in love that quickly. There might be fall in lust. There might be some kind of an attraction. But I think falling, truly falling in love with someone takes a very, very long time and to really get to know someone's core and soul. And, and I do say this to my children. It's just be very aware that there's other triggers that you might think you're in love, but really just take the word love out of there and just start to like a person and then fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my 20-year-old self would say yes, um, but having been through a few relationships since then, I, I think my answer would be no. I think it takes a long time. And after being through a f- cycled through a few relationships, I think true love comes from longevity and understanding and being through a lot together, um, not after two dates. What do you know about somebody's yeah. character after two dates? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree with that too. I think that uh, especially when somebody's searching for a certain person and they've been searching for a long time they finally there's this person in front of them they look the way they want them to they act the way they want they they want them to and then all of a sudden they um they they there's this there's this feeling of euphoria and i think that sometimes this this euphoria feeling gets miscommunicated for love Mm -hmm. but it's really just lust it's almost like 
someone might give someone too much credit that they haven't actually earned yet. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that happens. And that's a thing. So I think you need to be aware of that and kind of stay away from it. Well, how about when you get the one, when one party's always uh, talking about love and I love you and I love you and you clearly don't love the person. What do you say to that person? <laughs> Back off. <laughs> yeah, but, stop yeah. saying that. Can you please stop saying that? But, but why would you keep on seeing someone and they keep telling you they love you? Why would you keep putting yourself into that position? Mm -hmm. Because if somebody cares about you more than you do them, that's not very fair. And if you care about someone more than they care about you, you're not being fair to yourself. But maybe you're you're just waiting for the love to develop because it can. Hmm. It's, you know, it's balance always. Like who says I love you first at what point? Usually it's the guy that says I love you first. Are they actually in love? Right? Isn't it usually the guy that says I love you first? It usually is. Really? Yes. <laughs> Since well, when? I, in my case, I don't know about your case. I thought it's the opposite. Me too. No, it's usually the guys that. Oh, that, really? Yes. Is that yes. A the guys say I love you, but the girls want to get married. Yeah. I can probably look at look it up. The guys are saying I love break. you to get, and they have another goal there. <laughs> yeah, what's like that? Jenna, so what's that goal? <laughs> you know. Get oh, get it up, get it on, get it, and don't mess my hair. What's the, the expression? Expression is an expression. all of Colorado <laughs> laughing at that. <laughs> in this very fancy restaurant. What happened? That was hilarious. But just sorry, well, a little side story. Yeah, We're in this in this restaurant that you can't get into, <laughs> and who were these football players? Some there was a NFL whole, players. Some NFL players came over and literally did chair dances for like yeah. you know fully clothed obviously in a public restaurant but it was kind of out of left field and very interesting yes but Chana they knew you I'm no, no. I didn't know these ones oh no. really they knew a no. friend of mine yeah. oh, okay. who, who had arranged this oh yeah, yeah. tough life yeah. hello okay yeah. we need to take a break we'll be right back on the dating and relationship show pop culture edition Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're back. It's the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. It's Sunday night. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. Sitting in with me today is Joan Kelly Walker from the Real Housewives of Toronto. And she brought her friends here today and Kaplan Mulholland. Greg Omino and Jana Webb, all reality TV stars and so much more. You guys Thank have a you. lot of depth to you for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's continue with, I want to talk quickly. We won't get into this too uh, for too long, but about the Met Gala. It was one of the fashion, uh, one of fashion's biggest nights. What did you think of Kim Kardashian's corset? Did you see her waist? Mm-hmm. What, was it like she, four I inches? she looked great. I really thought she looked great. She looked like wet the way that she wore that outfit it looked the the whole outfit looked like it was dripping off her Mm. and it looked great but was Mm. she setting an example with having to wear that silicone corset you know that concerns me like just from a like a physical point of view like it's got to like squish your organs Mm -hmm. i don't know the like how long can you wear that thing and what is it doing to your insides well, I think that she wears it often. It's, it's, it's a waist really? trainer, and that's why her waist has become so small now. She must really? have had a rib yeah. removed or something yeah, to, to get down into that size, too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, she needed hmm. three people to help her to get into it. Wow. Anyway, so I know that you ladies are fashion trendsetters in Canada. So how can fashion play a role in the image that you portray? Is that something that you guys are mindful of with the followings that you have? 
Joan? You know what? I'm more mindful of it online, I think. I'm um, definitely more conscious. But if I have to run out and get groceries and I happen to be in my track pants, I will go out in my track pants. And, uh, you know, people still recognize all of us on the street, and that does happen. But you know what? I'm a real person. I'm a mom. I run a household. I still have to do those types of things. So... You know, I, I do a bit of both. Online, I'm definitely more put together before I post a picture. But in reality, it's definitely a yeah. real life. And for me, it's Stay the here. complete opposite. I'm always in my workout clothes <laughs> because that's my work and my industry. And then when I do get to dress up. But that's up, your look, too. Yeah, that is yeah. your yeah. look, and it's great. Yeah. And then when I do get to dress up, I lean on these girls to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> what are friends for? Great. Yeah, me too. My everyday, I mean, I'm, I'm a mom of two little ones, too, so I'm, I'm running shoes and... Comfort, comfort is key for me, and, mm. but galas or events, yeah, of course I love to dress up, but comfort is number one mm-hmm. really for me. I'm always aware of what I'm wearing, but I've, I always have been. I've al- always had fun with fashion and moving oh. stuff around and changing up the look, and and uh, so I'm, I'm careful with it because I like it. It's fun. And it's, you, what I, am I going to wear today? And it's really fun. And I remember having you on the show, like, I think it was last year. Maybe even the year before. I'm not sure. Sandra was still around. Yes. Yes. God bless her soul. Yes. And she loved you, by the way. I she loved really her did. too. Oh my yes. goodness. She had you in here that one um, for that one show, and you really uh, it meant a lot I, I to her. I still have the video of that. I never, of course, I never posted it, but I have the video of that it's heartbreaking and beautiful too. And I remember you saying that you wake when you wake up in the morning, you get ready no matter what, even if you're not leaving the house. I do get ready, and I'm always re- well. I was at an event the other day, and I was in, went in the women's washroom, and somebody there's two women waiting for me coming out, and so you're thinking you're like as all the other ladies here, you recognize where you go, but sometimes you don't get any privacy. So I feel like I've always got to be a little bit more prepared than I used to have to be, to uh, run into people. But I did go out on Saturday before the party in my rollers and I spent the whole day shopping (laughs) (laughs) with rollers in my hair and glasses. Do you think people caught on to who you were? I don't know, but I couldn't get my, I had to put my seat down because I kept hitting the roof of the car. (laughs) Well, I always highly respect people that I see on TV or in pictures where they're not all done up and they have no problems wearing no makeup. Amy Schumer, I was just looking at her. Yes. She just oh had she, she, there are pictures of her just yeah. having a baby and <laughs> her hair's everywhere. And I mean, she really doesn't look good, but she doesn't care. No. Well, she, well, she's yeah. never been one to dress up a lot. No. Well, no. she's a comedian. I guess she doesn't yeah. have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> <laughs> she kills me. She's yeah. awesome. She's awesome. I love her. The, yeah. worse, uh, the worse she looks, the better. The funnier it is, yeah. right? All right. So let's talk about private couples versus very public couples. So first of all, what are you guys? Hmm. Hmm. Grego, I think you're pretty public. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, a bit, a bit. Um, well, for us, Pierre and I, you know, before the show, I was not even on Facebook or social media. And of course, with the show, I, I, I had to be. You had to. I had to. And um, it was, you know, at the beginning, it was hard because, you know, from a private couple and becoming a, you know, public couple was, as for the both of us, yeah, we, we, it was not easy. And it's still, we know, we're still working on it, but it's better because now, um, you know, Pierre understands also that it's part of my work. It's part of my job too. And, and so we, we kind of, you know, this moment for us when we, I share 
more private things and and there's other time that okay no this is this is for this is for us and we'll keep this for us yeah um Jenna? for me i guess because when the show came out i was single and then you know after the show all of a sudden i woke up i didn't have a memory i had a boyfriend and i was famous <laughs> it, was all, it was all a little bit much <laughs> and um i guess at the beginning with my relationship you know it didn't i was very public about it and you know and i've talked to all of you about this is we got sabotaged right like we were very public and people are very jealous and and it's been interesting journey being like in a new relationship in the public eye so Lately, we've gone low key and are flying low and just keeping our 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 life to ourselves. You know what's so interesting is there are a lot of people interested in who Jana Webb is dating mm-hmm. because that's a highly searched key term or keyword. I told you this. Yeah, I have a blog really? on my website. Hmm. Yes, like I get a lot of traffic from that blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's from people searching who is Jana Webb dating. Right. Wow. <laughs> I, it's probably some of them were my sons. <laughs> well, we after that take, tap dance. <laughs> we need to take a break. We're talking about private couples versus very public ones right here on the Dating and Relationship awesome. Show. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta. From singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. So welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. This is the Pop Culture Edition. I'm Joan Kelly Walker with Laura Bellotta. Thank you for having me today as your co-host. Always. And of course, I brought my friends, Anne Kaplan, Gregor Minot, and Jana Webb. And we are talking about public versus private relationships. Couples, yes, relationships. Couples, yes. And I, for me, I think I kind of sit on the fence between the two because... As Grego just said, during the show, we all of a sudden, I had no social media. I had none of that. We were very private. And all of a sudden, I'm a, a public figure. And my husband is not. So, you know, I never post anything about him. I respect his wishes. And that's a hard teeter-totter to be on, to to not post about that part of your life. And a lot of people on on social media are like, you have a husband? Mm. Really? So it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't think it's important to have to display pictures of you and your partner on social media you don't I have think people to. like mm-hmm. to see it though they, they like do. to see your kids and your pets and your home and your but if your partner doesn't want to be on your instagram feed there's nothing you can really do about that's that. true mm-hmm. that's true and i right. do respect that for him yeah I think because people learned about us via a reality TV show, they are interested in our real lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I post anything on my Instagram that re- like revolves around my family or anything that's personal, they love I get, it. They love it. Yeah. They, they love absolutely it. love it. And so they are looking for that because like we are we're real people to them. Now, yeah. do you guys? I'm curious. Do you, are most of your followers females or males? Females for me. About half Jenna? and half for me. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably seventy five percent female. Yeah, I haven't really paid attention to whether they're male or female. But I would say from the feedback, the comments are female. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I have more males. They're looking to date Jana. <laughs> they will be after this show airs. <laughs> so I guess then you would say how your partners feel about social media then influences how much or how little you post. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be about how they post about them. But my husband was already fairly public figure because he did so much television in the U.S. and Canada that he just was all over it. He has no problem. But I'm very respectful of him, of what I would say about him and that of us as a couple. And the harder part is my kids don't want to be on social media. 
Hmm. So I have to... I have oh, they these, don't? No, I have many children, but they do not want me posting them on social media. So I have to... But they have their to, own accounts. They have their own accounts, okay. but they give me fake accounts, so I can't follow them. <laughs> <laughs> and they, But they want their own lives. They don't want to be part of mom's life. So I respect that. And do you guys ever question what you're posting about yourself in terms of like a sexy photo or maybe like today when I came in, you guys were like, oh, look at your breasts. I'm thinking, okay, my breasts are popping out today. Well, they yeah, look but- good. <laughs> <laughs> Just say that. But do you ever question, okay, what am I wearing? Is it a little too scandalous in order to put out there? What 100%. image am I portraying? Yeah, of course. Yeah? yeah. Uh, Gregor? Yeah, like for, definitely. I, you know, it's, it's, I, I, always aware of okay but you know you know i'm a mom too i I, but it's not it's it's you know i'll i'll never wear like really super sexy uh outfits so like what i post is it's it's me so i i trade i stay see i beg to differ i think some people would say what you wear are sexy outfits yes yeah well it's but you're not showing any cleavage but you're but you're still your clothes are fitted tight to your body so we know you know yeah so you're comfortable, though. Yeah, comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wear sexy yeah. outfits, and then people go, like, nice track pants. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be sexy, so it's kind of the reverse. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, but you I don't even own track pants, Anne. <laughs> Did you buy a pair? I'm wearing pa- track pants right now. You are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think as we all step into our roles as being um, people who are being looked at, um, I, for me, my, anyways, and just by looking at all the other ladies' social media, we're a lot more conscious of, we know, we're not only building our brands, but we're telling our story of who we are. And so yeah. mm-hmm. I think there's become a lot more, it's become a lot more weighted on what we post and how we post it and when we post it, um, just because that's this is this is the way the industry is moving, right? You have to be aware. And we want to be able to set role models for daughters and, yeah. you know, people along the way all right so what do you guys think of this so there was a major drama in the beauty community this month youtubers besties james charles do you know him that yeah, youtuber i know james charles yeah. I yeah. Don't. okay and tati westbrook had a major falling out in a very public way for those who don't know uh, when uh, james promoted sleep vitamin by sugar bear hair an endorsement that Tati deemed a huge betrayal scene as she is the founder of competing beauty brand Halo Beauty. So would you feel that that is a betrayal? Well, yeah? this is someone who's a mentor and it's a sleep product. And then someone else that they that goes and starts their own promotion of something and they're... And it's a competitive product. But isn't business? But isn't business business? Yeah, the yeah products are so. very, very. You you choose one or the other. It's not like you're choosing which shoe brand to wear. And there's many, many where well, you can wear a different one every day. A sleep product's a sleep product. And if that was such an isolated thing, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a little bit. You know, and, and you're talking about like millions of millions of followers. Those two are huge in the industry. Mm. And whatever the the uh, sponsor, it's huge it's, contract. It's pick and another product rather than the one yeah, that you're... So, you're so interesting. Yeah. So it's a sleep vitamin by Sugar Bear Hair. So James, who actually promotes this and endorses it, he lost millions of subscribers with Tati, who's upset with him because um, she is the founder of the competing beauty brand, Halo Beauty. She actually gained millions of followers. But mm. it sounds like she was there first. She was already doing it, which is why she was mentoring him. That's so right. maybe there was something wrong in the mentorship because you have to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of it, right? Mm-hmm. You you say, okay, if you're being mentored by someone, don't do the exact same brand, don't do the exact same product. Like, 
help them seek something better I, that's more appropriate. I think sometimes people don't even know just because in my in what I do, I've been mentoring women for years and teaching them the ropes in my business and in the program that I've created. And then they go and create something that's the exact same and call it something different. And I don't even think sometimes people know or are conscious of it, right? They're just inspired and they think it's a great idea and they just capitalize on it. I don't think people go through. So do you call through. them out on it? I need to start calling them out on it because it is a form of betrayal a little bit. I but do, I th- I or think communication. Are, I think people are conscious of it. You do? Yes, yeah. Yeah. But do. then also legally, you have to deal with that. That's right. uh, so there's an expense there. And also just emotionally, then you have to confront people. Mm-hmm. So don't you think during the mentorship part of it, though, that should be part of it is that you can't steal my ideas and my right. concept. Mm-hmm. I'm sharing this with you. Communication. Yeah. 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 It's a given, too. Okay, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. What a great show today. I have these amazing, lovely ladies in studio with me, Joan Kelly Walker, Real Housewives of Toronto, and Kaplan Mulholland, Greg Omino, Jenna Webb, all from the Real Housewives of Toronto. And they're all doing their own thing and they're doing a lot of great things by the way thank you ladies for being here today for the pop culture edition so i want to talk about natalie portman and moby do you guys know who he is he's that electronic Mm. music dj Mm -hmm. the bald guy anyways uh he he uh, recent in his recent memoir moby claimed to have dated natalie portman when this came to light natalie took offense Telling Harper's Bizarre UK, my recollection is a much older man being creepy with me when I just graduated high school. Now, Moby again insisted that he did date her, but recently changed his tune apologizing to her on Instagram. And I think this is important to talk about when it comes to dating. Why is it that two people involved can have completely different views about the relationship or the status of the relationship. Well, were they ever really, really involved or was this just some fantasy thing that he said that he had had a relationship with her? I think it was just a fantasy thing. Yeah. So it's not really two people involved. It's his sort of psychopathic mm-hmm. mind. <laughs> it's very creepy, dude. Yeah, yeah very so he is creepy. creepy. He is and wrong. Creepy. Wrong for oh, him really? to say that. Oh, yeah. But you is know, he good creepy? for him for apologizing Do you know something publicly. we don't know? Uh, he's creepy. He was probably forced to apologize. Hmm. Yeah. His PR. Yeah, because if the book came out and he said that he had dated, Mm -hmm. that would be uh, concerning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. so what? It's it's invasive. That's happened to me before. Somebody had a full-on idea that they had dated me, and you know, and I was like, I've been single for five, you know, and it it feels invasive. Like from from Natalie Portman's side, like that's you know, it's it's invasive. Did you actually know who the person was? No, no idea who the person was. Yeah. This and, was years ago. And who yeah. did they tell that they dated you? Somebody in my industry, like in like in let what affect and impact me and my career, right? And it was all not true. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, creepy. Yeah, I had one that went on for 18 years. This is a whole other show. The police were involved and the police officer actually said, "You know what? This guy is so convincing. I really thought you guys were a couple." Mm-hmm. He, and, and there he was said nothing. that you were dating him? He said he was telling everybody in the industry, I was modeling at the time that I was dating him. And there was n- nothing. I don't even remember having met this guy. And he started to find me. Like if I did a TV show, he'd start sending letters and pictures of himself there. And oh it my. just got more and more and more bizarre. But there was a precedent setting thing where he was sent, flown out of Ontario and he had to stay 
somewhere else and Ooh. yeah it was very bizarre but for 18 years and oh, thank goodness, goodness nothing for 18, for 18 years yeah and this has not resurfaced in a long time and I don't even normally talk publicly about this because I just want to put it all behind me but it's very very bizarre wow. and, and it was on the front scary it, it was too. like That's... in the papers it was on the front page it was it was terrible I was doing radio at the time, and I almost got fired because of it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And you were with Dawn at the time, weren't you? No. Uh, No. um, You know, when it resurfaced, like it would sort of go away and then come back. The last time uh, is when we got a really good lawyer who just took care of it for once and for all. I mean, there there was mental health issues there, obviously, but, you know, someone's lack of um, supervision shouldn't be affecting me. Yeah. So and how do you know you're official with someone? When hmm. you're dating them? How do you know you're official? <laughs> yes. What? Okay, so let's give some people listening that might be confused as to either official with someone. So usually there's a conversation, um, but sometimes maybe there's not. Someone takes you out. Someone wants to see you regularly or make an effort. Someone calls you. Or introduces you to their friends. Would you guys say that? So it's so different sense? now. The young kids now. I mean, if they say hi on social media, they're dating. It's it's <laughs> really that bad. We need yeah. to stop that yeah, though, because so you're not true. dating. Because mm-hmm. you're just saying hi to somebody. Yeah, but they think yeah. it's official. Yeah, I think there's you have to have the conversation, and it, the conversation is: Are we exclusive to each other? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And once mm-hmm. that conversation happens, then yeah. that's when the line is drawn in the sand, in my I opinion. Agree. And when you're unsure of where you stand relationship-wise, should you ask before posting photos or stories of somebody, like, when you're... Absolutely. Yes, you should always course. do that anyway. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I can do that with my friends, right? Can I yeah. post this picture of you? Yeah. What do you think when somebody doesn't ask you and they start posting pictures and you're not even... It's a private dinner. Uh, to me, that is almost an invasion when mm-hmm. when you sit down and you say, okay, let's get the picture out of here. That's okay. But if someone's taking pictures of you that's at your table and you don't know it, and the next thing you're up on their social media, that's kind of gotten to me in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I'm always aware, like I'm always uh, sure to ask. I asked you at your party. I'm like, is it okay to take some pictures? Yeah, you and did. You no, see- I, well, I talk about people you don't know very well. Okay. Too. Yeah. I just and I know when I go to Jones, I make sure that I don't post any pictures. <laughs> oh, by the way, that I pay, t- posted the show of the drag queens, and my son was like, "Mom, who are those people?" <laughs> tell, tell them it was Grego. That was Grego. <laughs> it's Grego and Joan and Anne. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's all the time we really have today. Thank Aww. you so much, ladies, Thanks. for coming in. It was Thank so you. nice to catch up. So, Grego, we'll start with you. Where can people find you? Uh, so on Instagram at Grego Mino and on my YouTube channel, Cooking with Grego and Ada. Jana? I'm on Instagram as Joga Jana, pretty easy, and jogaworld.com. And I'm at joankellywalker.com or at joankww. And Anne? I'm on Anne Kaplan, that's Kaplan, the K, Anne Kaplan underscore own it. And I'm Laura Bellotta, Laura underscore Bellotta on Instagram. You can find us, uh, you can follow us also on Instagram, The Dating and Relationship Show. And my website is singleinthecity.ca. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week and each and every week. Ciao for now.